I'm going to interrupt these two slapdicks to thank everyone who listens to WHW each week. And thanks to all of you who have bought a t-shirt at LoisRules.com. Remember, with every shirt purchased, Tony will eventually call you to thank you for the purchase. So make sure when you see no caller ID, pick up. Could be one of those dumbass robocalls, but it could also be him. He will call, we promise. He's very busy during the summer and he's old. So he will get around to you eventually. Lots of shirts to choose from at LoisRules.com. My favorite, the Lois Rules shirt. Or you may want to get the low-key big hog, which I know firsthand has nothing to do with Tony. Or the Bill's Glass Bottom Boat Tours, which is sick, sick. Plus, suckers got to know. Damn, I'm good. And that one's mine. And hashtag NFLTG. Damn, I'm good. Also, there is the new popular Slapdick Nation and the ever-popular Tommy Young. Uh, that's... You say it like this, Tommy Young. I'll let you handle that. Remember, all t-shirts from LoisRules.com are part of the Pro Wrestling Tees, and we thank you for making our store one of the most popular out there. So, log on to LoisRules.com this week and be part of the fun. And now back to more juvenile humor with Slapdick 1 and Slapdick 2. And I understand Cassio Kid is there as well. Whatever Judy saw in him... I'll never know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Rocket Promotion. Tony Anthos, what they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off center stage. Bischoff, Disney Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Under Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch along, try not to laugh, Lois rules cat back. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Ziggs a good looking man. Quad like Bill, make a chip. Tommy, you come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring, and here's your co-host, Hey Hey. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and I got to tell you, we're in a great mood today here on What Happened When with Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? Conrad, what the fuck is up? Hey, uh, we're uh, we're going to kind of do a little uh, punt here, aren't we? Well, we're going to do a what? A punt. P-U-N-T. How? Because we were going to, we, we had talked about, and in promo, we're going to do the Great American Bash 1990, but you and JR are doing that, right? That's right. Yeah. So if you want to hear the Great American Bash 1990, tune in to Grill and JR tomorrow, or we're going to pick that one up. So instead, you and I are going to do something that I think is going to be kind of fun. It's a Turner show right after you guys were sold almost on the 30 year anniversary. So you weren't here for this. Am I, am I, do, I have, do I have that right? 
You have it right. Exactly. So it's July 8th, 1989. And, uh, this is going to be pretty fun because Terry Funk is here. Uh, as well as Ricky, the dragon steamboat steamboat is on his way out. Um, we, we just recently covered, uh, the, um, uh, clash of the champions that was around right. here. So this is sort of a continuation of what we've just recently done. And I think this is the last episode of world championship wrestling. That's actually on the WWE network. So it's July 8th, 1989. This is going to be a fun show. I love 1989. It's my second favorite year in wrestling. And, uh, I'm looking forward to us, uh, chopping it up on this one. So if we can, let's try to shake a little something out of Lois and let's get the uh, show on the road, baby. Shake something out of Lois. My God. <laughs> I don't think I'll go that far, but let's bring her in. Uh, her knees are bothering her. Don't go there. Her knees are bothering her. Uh, and her hips bothering her. Don't go there. Uh, Lois Shivani, give us your countdown. I may have pain in my knees and I may have a pain in my butt. But I can still do a countdown. You ready for this? Three, two, one, play. How about that long pause? What about this marble look? Oh, look at here, flying at us. Look at his only he can look. He's got that double-breasted look. And notice it's 1989. It's not 1997, Tony. So just keep that in mind. How about these blue shades? You didn't see Flair rock a lot of blue. What do you think of the blue? I I thought they looked looked different. and I think it's funny that he's reading something, okay? Here he is reading a, a piece of paper, and it's obviously a piece of paper that Wendy didn't write. So I, I, it kind of surprises me that he's reading this piece of paper. Uh, and it's time for World Championship Wrestling, brought to you by Turner Broadcasting. We have fucked up a great promotion. Wow, look at this. Where are they coming from here? Uh, wow. They're coming from the middle of nowhere. Let's, let's listen in. World Championship Wrestling is brought to you in part by A&W. So A&W. <laughs> How about this? It looks like AEW. This is the Wrestling Illuminati. Oh, my God. It is. It's, the, it's, a, it's another. Hi, Her. everybody. I'm Jim Ross. Her. Come with you. Her. Her. Come with you. And I just want to say that Connie has turned my life around. My, my podcast, uh, uh, the Ross Report, kind of sucked. It was kind of really sucking. And here he swooped down the Illuminati that he is. Uh, we're talking about Connie and he saved me, but I have about five or six Moscow museum. I feel good right now. I feel good. I tell you that I'm the greatest wrestling announcer of all time. I'm also running AEW. I'm back. I'm making big money and let's take a look at what happened recently. Uh, so how about this? Uh, really picking on some, some poor fan here. I guess you brought a lot of fruits and vegetables. I guess, uh, this is, uh, from center stage. Uh, and, uh, oh, she had, okay. She had some, uh, she had some roses. She had some, some roses for your boys. Uh, How about Mark Smith and John Brewer, man? What's your favorite John Brewer match? It's, it's going to be this one right here because I'm hoping it's not going to last, but a couple of minutes. God damn. Look at that white trash rat tail. (laughs) I need you to grow one of those intentionally. No, I'm I'm not. How about this? The Steiner brothers with Missy Hyatt. Yeah. Boy, did you see Missy Hyatt going in on Eric Bischoff? No. Yeah, she got on a little Twitter account and was just bashing the decision from the WWE to put Eric Bischoff in a power position. Wow. Did she uh, use some choice language or just say bad move or did she really like? uh, Well, she didn't say his name. She was just sort of shitting on him in a roundabout way, which I guess is fair. You know, Eric's been pretty loud and proud about his hate for her and. 
Right. How about the shoes mismatched in honor of Rick Steiner? I love it. Right. Absolutely. I, I want to say something about Missy that I that I that our our uh, our listeners on uh, Patron have noticed that I've said before that I always envision me floating up in the air and falling amongst her loins and opening up her holy grail. Oh well, uh, I don't know what I, to say about that. But how wild is it to see Scott Steiner? In this gear. So there's no knee pads. There's no elbow pads. There's not a singlet. It's just short trunks and tall boots. Very unlike him. Did somebody lose his luggage? Yeah, they may have. I, and this is like when Scott Steiner first started, right? So he had, had not really developed, but he still had that Michigan maze on. Holy shit. Well, I mean, you're saying he just started, but he just whipped out a Frankensteiner, which was uh-huh. without question, the hottest move of 1989. Can we agree? I would agree. It is. And, and Rick Steiner is just, uh, he's, uh, as they say, opening up a can of whip ass on this guy, buddy, he hammered him with a Steiner line. And now I think he seems like he's pretty pissed. And you know, when Rick Steiner got pissed, watch this, watch this, just watch what was about to happen. Oh my God. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I got the reason the guy's not moving. He ain't selling. He's dead. Oh, so what's what's great is, you know, that Rick was like, Hey guys. Y'all watch what I'm going to do to this motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> he could literally do anything he wanted to do anybody. Nobody but, could fuck with Rick Steiner. I feel like the Steiner brothers are almost playing horse with these poor guys. Like, I'm going to fuck you up. See if you do that. Ugh. Jesus, shoulder breaker. Holy shit. Nobody has smartened them up. That this is supposed to be at work. No. Hey, and this is Tommy Young. And, you know, this is uh, not too far removed from when Tommy got hurt. He got hurt in 89, I believe. And, uh, and it was at center stage where he got hurt. I don't know if this is going to be the, uh, the show or not. Listen, I know we don't, you don't like talking about this, but how much shit are the Steiner brothers on right here? It is a fucking considerable amount. You think they're on a lot of shit? Oh my God. They're popping out of the, I mean, they're busting at the seams. Well, I, I, you know what? I'm, uh, I know I don't like talking about it, but the fact is it was pretty apparent that later in his career, Scotty was just by looking at him, but I fucking later, you mean. As soon as he graduated college, what a power slam. Like he was going to lose him. Just muscled him up. No big deal. <laughs> just caught him. And look at that. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. Well, there was a, an attempt at a working punch. I'm not so sure that in 1989, I, I, I don't want to be miscon. I don't want you to misconstrue me here, but I, I'm not so sure the Steiners knew how to work. I, I don't, think, well, I don't sh- think they had any interest. I don't think you saw them. Like they were, they were stiff as shit on guys like uh, the nasty boys because the nasty boys were stiff and they were stiff on the Japanese talent because they were stiff and they were stiff on like these enhancement guys, but man, they weren't fucking up Lex Luger like this. Nope. And then there's Missy over there that made me stiff many times. My gosh. What, what's going on with you? My friend. I just think Missy looks wonderful here. Don't you? I mean, I'm not I'm, arguing that. I'm just saying you're like particularly horned up in the last week or so. Well, do you know why that is? Uh, well, I'm thinking it might have something to do with blue chew. It has a lot to do with blue chew because, you know, Conrad, I always say, chew it and do it. A- and if you like sex, you'll like blue chew, right? Well, you know, and what's weird is uh, you've been whispering about blue chew a little bit. Yes. <laughs> you want me to get into the song again, don't you? Well, you don't have to, cause you're, you okay. got something else you're getting into. And you opened up the show talking about wanting to get in Holy grails and Listen, you just need to try blue chew. It's changed Tony Schiavone's life. It makes his penis so hard. Even a cat couldn't scratch it. And if you want to do that, they're giving away free hard ons. All you've got to do is pay $5 shipping. 
So for $5, they'll ship a box of hard-ons to you for free. And you've just got to use our promo code WHW. Now it's got the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but it's the world's first chewable. So it can work up to twice as fast and you can do it on a full stomach or an empty stomach. You're good to go. Uh, but you get to skip all the stuff you hate. Like you don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in the pharmacy line. It's shipped discreetly to you. Uh, and, and, and it's only $5 for the shipping. The product is free. And as a rule of thumb, if somebody gives you a sample for free, they know it's good shit and they know you're going to be all about it. And that's blue chew. So use our promo code WHW and, uh, man, get your dick so hard. Even a cat couldn't scratch it. First order is free. Pay only $5 shipping and you'll be able to say, Hey, bitch, when you see my dick? Oh God. It's my dick. I'm a beat that pussy up. What are you doing? Calm down. <laughs> that's blue chew. Bluechew.com. She wouldn't do it, buddy. May just chewed up. The oh my God. Uh, what? Tommy Young nearly slid out of the ring <laughs> yeah. in an effort to make the pin. And like he was past the knees out of the ring. All right. All right. I'd, I'd, I'd like to say here, do you guys, do you guys know how to work? Do you guys know this is a work as Sandy shoot? Jesus Christ. You guys beat the fuck out of those guys. Take it, Tony. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. My brother, yeah, I agree with everything he says. <laughs> what did you, what did you say? What did you say? Motherfucker? I don't. Don't you put words in my mouth. Hey, I wouldn't put, we're not putting words in your mouth. Yeah. 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 Woo. Yeah. Woo. What the fuck are you saying? I said, yeah, me, uh, two points. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be, well, I, I think I was talking to some Michigan ease. I'm not so sure. Hey, yeah. My, yeah. Uh, Scotty, tell me what he said. I, I, I'm not so sure what he said there. Uh, could you explain to somebody from Oklahoma? He said that, uh, we're going to take Missy back and, uh, Tony Schiavone is going to get some blue chew and, uh, well, the rest is going to be history. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What All right. There you hear it from the Steiners. One of the better interviews we've had here on world championship wrestling. We'll be back. Hopefully this will be better lit when we come back on Turner broadcasting. Jim was sweating right there. Look, it's AEW's cream soda. That's absolutely it is. Nah, hey, I, I can't be AEW because Animal no. works there. <laughs> Do you know you know where I had my first ever AEW or AEW A and W <laughs> cream soda? <laughs> Huntsville, Alabama. Exactly. Because we, sure we used to have uh, an A and W restaurant, or as you say, a restaurant. That's right, restaurant, and it was a great restaurant. I used to have a root beer float there at Huntsville. Okay. Did they serve food? I don't know. I just ate the root beer, beer float. I like I, that you say you ate it. <laughs> well, you eat a root beer float. You eat the ice cream and then no, you drink. No, no. Listen, you. Her. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just threw it to myself. Uh, figure that out. I'm a goddamn magic man. Thanks to Jim Hurd. Uh, I'm standing here with one of the greatest of all time, but he's frustrated with the booking lately. We took the belt off him. He's got the boo-boo face. Tell him about it, Ricky. Yeah. Well, Bonnie told me, uh, that, uh, I should really make my career a little bit better. And Bonnie told me that I had to stand up here and do an interview with you. And, you know, I, I kind of think here, Jim, uh, by noticing the backstage area here. And I, I think we're in, uh, Jim, I, I think we're in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're going to have to go out and make a, and take a look outside here. I'm, I'm getting fucking pissed off. Hold on a second. Damn it. 
They wanted me to talk about the people from Alabama, how they all look like Conrad Thompson, how they all look like they were hunts of Alabama. But I want to talk about the fact that I'm getting fucked over and I'm going to go to the WWF. That's right. Not WWE, WWF. If there was an AEW, I wouldn't motherfucking go there. But there's not one right yet. Here we are at Turner Broadcasting. We're going right down the fucking shitter. It won't be for about another 10 or 11 years when we'll be out of fucking business. But I will still, I will still have a fucking job. You know why? Because I'm Ricky the Dragon's team. But I'm one of the only men who'd never turn heel. Never turn heel. Do you understand what I'm saying? Never. You turn heel, Flair. You turn heel, Terry Funk. You've turned heel, Lex Luger. But not me. Me, I've not turned heel. Sting has not turned heel. I'm getting so fucking fired up. You know why I'm fired up? Bonnie's not giving me any pussy. That's why I'm fired up. And that means that I need some of that blue chew that Tony Schiavone and Missy Hyatt were talking about. Oh, you're talking about opening up somebody's, somebody's, I'm so pissed off I can't even talk. Somebody's, holy grail. Thank you. Holy grail. (laughs) How come I can't ever remember that word? Oh, fuck. It sucks getting old, Conrad. Cruel connection number one. Jesus Christ. Why don't you just call him nameless jobber a, (laughs) oh, Hey, flying Brian. Hey, this is worth the price of admission. I fucking love me some flying Brian back then. Check him out. Rocking his top gun style jacket. Like he likes it. Got his little patches on the side, but this is like pre bingle tights. What the fuck? How much pussy you think flying Brian got a lot, a lot. Yes, absolutely. Oh, but now cruel connection, living up to his name. He's being kind of cruel with a chokehold. And he, this is Montgomery, Alabama, by the way, I was there. Yeah. And the reason I recognized it was because the, the interview area had those, uh, those lights. WWE still runs, uh, TV here, not TV, but house shows here. Really? Yep. And what's the name of this building in Montgomery? Coliseum. The Coliseum. Okay. And my dad used to take me to TV tapings here. It was great. So, uh, this is 1989. And how old were you? Um, at this point I had just turned uh, eight. Okay. You think you're here? I know I am. Yeah. You're here somewhere. Are you in the front row there? Is that no, 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 uh, absolutely not. But that little Batman fucker, right? Batman yeah. had just come out. We just talked about that last week. Right. This is exciting. This is exciting that you're in the crowd here in Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. What's great is we're watching a WCW show that I was at, but you weren't. Yeah. Yeah. You're not kidding. And that that even excites me even more. Uh, I believe by July of 1989, uh, I may have been ready to go overseas with the WWF back then. I'm not sure. Oh, this is George. This is George South in a hood. I recognize as soon as he popped up, it was George South, but he's cruel. You see? And he looks like a fucking doofus. <laughs> Does he not? Yeah. That was like, what? I mean, a masked man who looks like a fucking limesicle. Fuck. Did you call him a limesicle? A limesicle. Oh, look at that. I don't think you can call people limesicles in 2019. Oh, I think you can call them limesicles in 2019. There is nothing at all bad about calling somebody a limesicle. I mean, I can make it sound bad. Oh, yeah, I know you can. What's that word again? I was looking for, uh, Holy grail. Holy grail. Why do you struggle with that? You, you literally dropped it on us in our bonus episode last week. And, and I struggle with it. I don't yeah, know. Like it's your word, Like I know it's my word and I, and I can't remember. I just, uh, I need some more prevention. 
This is the, uh, the shortest, what happened when episode we've ever dropped. I think we, we might need to drop another little surprise on them at some point during the week. Oh, really? What do you think? We go bonus up, uh, something else. Yeah. Let's just bonus up the main feed. Show a little love, little love on the main feed. I don't mind that. I just wanted to cover a show from Montgomery. Yeah, I think you did. And, and, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is actually a lot of fun. And, you know, this was, we've talked about this. This was a great year in WCW. Oh, really was, I mean, as far as talent and matches and matches, right. Right. You know, I understand that a lot of the guys were frustrated and I get it, but just as a fan, God dang, you got some hitters in here, boy. There's always frustration when companies change over and they change. There was a lot of frustration in WCW when it went from Jim Crockett to Jim Hurd, Jim Hurd to Kip Fry, Kip Fry to Cowboy Bill Watts, Cowboy Bill Watts to Eric Bischoff, Eric Bischoff to who fucking knows where, and then out of business. Uh, but there's always a lot of, what the fuck was that? Uh, always a lot of, I don't know, confusion, uh, stress. People not really wanting to, uh, to give their all in the ring because they got too much mind on their business. Just one of the things that made wrestling behind the scenes. Great. Check out Paul. Let's check out uh, Brian here. Let's see what he's going to do on the top rope. Awesome, man. Wow. That was, that was kind of almost like a Jimmy, the Superfly snooker maneuver. What's crazy is that was such a high spot back then. Just doing anything off the top rope. Right. And now, I mean, that would not. That would not be a major moment in the match, but here, that's no. it. Give us a call here. Now they got to do Jack knives. Here he goes up top. Here he goes. Flying Brian fly to the air. Oh, and he lands on George South and he lands on the ass of the cruel connection. Jesus Christ. Turn over at least. Would you, he rolls him over and flying. Brian gets the win. He's going back for some more blue chew. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just threw it to myself again and. I'm here with a man who knows a lot about a lot of things, but he don't know shit about peeling shrimp. Now I'm assuming you're going to draw an L with your fingers. That's exactly right. Jim. First of all, let me, uh, rub my finger across my nose and say that they brought me out here to do an interview. I may look like a million bucks, but I can't do an interview worth fuck's sake. That's exactly right. I'm one of the worst talkers ever, but I drew a lot of money. As you can also see, I can make a C with my hand. And I can also touch my head and say, I'm smarter than you because you probably have 10 times more talent than I do. All of you wrestlers out there. But do you make as much money as me? No, because I look like a million fucking bucks. That's right. I look like a million bucks, proving that you can not be worth a fuck. And there you go. Here comes the L. Watch it. I'll do it again. All right, let me show this U.S. heavyweight title belt. One of Conrad's favorites, this U.S. title belt. But let me say this, that I, Lex Luger, Never really drew much, Jim, in my life, but I would be able to work with Dusty Rhodes. I work with Ric Flair. I'm going to work with Ricky Steamboat if he'll stay around in the promotion for a little while. From pillar to post, I'll take Ricky Steamboat if you want. And look at this Rolex. You see the Rolex I got on my arm? That Rolex is one of 10 Rolexes that Conrad Thompson bought just last month. Here's the fact. C is for... <laughs> oh, what are you doing? They, they cut his ass off. Do you notice that? That's tremendous. They went right to the graphic. They said the camera pulled out, which meant wrap it up. And he wouldn't shut up. So the great American bash that was just teased there, I guess we should tell everybody we're going to get there. One of the biggest yeah. pay-per-views of the year. We're going to be covering it later this month. 
How about Randy Rose and Steve Casey together? Randy Rose still around? I don't know. I do mortgages, bro. Don't don't do that. Uh, do mortgages bullshit. What what is it? I do mortgages. That's not I know, bullshit. But you know, you, uh, come on, come on. What you is do it? more than mortgages. You do Starcast, Starcast Three coming up in Chicago. You do you do. By the uh, way, by the way, podcast. You get people hired by Vince McMahon, mm. Evan and Bruce Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff. Mm. You're the wrestling Illuminati. Mm. You're the wrestling Jesus. Oh, no, no. But let's, 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 so don't say I just do mortgages. Don't throw that shit out to me today. Okay. Especially after what's gone on in Eric Bischoff's life. Are you think Eric Bischoff would have been able to go to the WWE had it not been for what he's doing with you? No, I can answer that. Thank you very much. I'm not three birds, baby. Hey, I have uh, one of those tag titles right there. Do you really? I do. All right. I don't know what the, I don't know what the other one is. I wonder how Michael Hayes and Bischoff are going to work together. That'll be interesting. Not worth a fuck. (laughs) Hey, Hey, you remember when we beat your ass? You remember? Yeah. Yeah. You remember when you remember when you was doing so bad, they sent you home. You remember (laughs) they brought one of our guys over to fix it. You remember? (laughs) Well, I, I just want you to know. Fuck you long for it's fuck me. I ain't going home. Ask Stephanie. And I just strut my ass like this right here on the office. I don't care if this job's here. I still got my job. I'm a moonwalk into another fucking contract. Hey, Tommy. Hey, you tell Eric. Tell him. Ain't nobody taking my job, boy. I make money for this company. I don't know what the fuck you do. Uh, what exactly is his job in, in with the WWE? Uh, I mean, he's involved in the creative process for sure. And he's, uh, definitely one of the, uh, top producers. So if it's like your main event, so if it's, if it's Brock Lesnar, it's probably got him on it. And, right. um, he he's responsible for putting together the house shows and, you know, so he'll see how the tickets are selling and what matches need to be adjusted and, uh, you know, all that type of stuff. And then he'll get the reports from the house shows, but he's not actually making those towns. He's, he's always at TV though. And right. he's in all the production meetings and I'm sure he's very much a, nobody's told me this, but I'm sure he's very much a, what if type okay. guy, I thought you were going to say an ass kiss. Oh no, no, don't get me wrong. Bruce Pritchard has accused him of being a Stephanie McMahon ass kiss for a long time. Uh huh. And if, if there's one thing Bruce can spot, it's ass kissing. Okay. I'll let you, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you got it. You got me. Yeah. I connect the dots on that. So, Hey, let's talk about this. Cause you brought it up and we did talk about it on Patreon where we dropped a bonus episode earlier this week. Um, everybody blew up on social media acting as if I had anything at all to do with Eric Bischoff going back to the WWE. And so now a lot of our WHW listeners may not be attacked. And they're saying, you know, why won't you get something for Tony? I, I don't, I don't work there guys. Yeah. I mean, technically if I was just looking out for folks, you reckon I might have a deal. Uh, well, no, cause you do mortgages. That's right. And I don't want one. See, cause I do fucking mortgages. And if uh, you'd like to save money and get out of your apartment and get into a brand new house, I, I'm your hookup at 888-425-0105. To all the WHW fans who 
uh, tweeted to Conrad or said something to Conrad, I don't know, DM'd him, sent him a text or whatever, said, why don't you get Tony a job? Listen, we're grown men. We get our own job, jobs. You understand? I was giving Conrad a hard time about getting Eric Bischoff a job, but it is a fact that Eric Bischoff's, uh, was elevated thanks to being on your podcast. His notoriety back in the wrestling business was elevated being with you like Bruce Pritchard's was. So you can't deny that what you have done for Bruce and what you've done for Eric and what you've done for me, you've elevated us. You've made us. No, you, you guys, I may have helped provide the platform, but everybody's gotten exactly what they earned and deserved. Those guys should have always been in a prominent spot and they're back where they belong now because you know, they should have never not been there to begin with, but it didn't I, have anything to do with me. I was a facilitator of a platform and everybody made money. And now those guys ching, good for them. And I think it's great that you've got Vince McMahon and you've got the guy who ran WCW and the guy that ran ECW all together now running television shows. I think that's going to be great for the wrestling business. And, and Triple H is doing a great job with NXT. Yes, and oh, by the way, everything AEW touches is coming up roses. Right. But there's just a lot of good stuff to brag about as a wrestling fan right now to be excited about, you know, new Japan is setting the woods on fire impact and ring of honor still servicing their crowd as well. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. I love to get service. Don't you? I do. And I love what they're doing at MLW. And anytime I was, I was getting tagged in tweets, like you got to get Tony a job. I'm like, motherfucker, you're behind. He's been with MLW forever. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, a great time and, uh, congratulations to Eric. Congratulations to Paul Heyman. Uh, I sent Eric a text to congratulate him on that. Uh, I didn't send one to Paul Heyman because I don't know his number. I'll text uh, it to you. Um, oh. did you, did you get a response from Eric? Yes, I did. Well, how about that? Yeah, I did. Uh, an immediate response. Well, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. So, uh, I, I think it's great. I, I think it's absolutely great. And uh, let's just see how it all pans out. It, it, it's look, they, they've it, Eric and, and Paul Heyman. There's a two count. Eric and Paul Heyman are going to have more money behind them than they've ever had before in putting together TV shows. Oh, without question. And more, not only money, but more things to be able to turn to. Hypothetically, do you think when the XFL gets kicked off, that maybe takes a lot of Vince McMahon's attention and Bischoff and Heyman actually get to actually do some stuff and not just get vetoed without question. Wouldn't that be incredible? Yeah. It's going to make me feel like a little kid again. I may quit doing podcasts and just go to shows full time. No, you don't. The only way you're quitting podcasts is if you get in the mortgage business. If I get in. Yeah. I love that. Oh, the only way he'll get out of podcasting is if he gets into mortgages. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm like all the fans out there that say, how much more can this motherfucker do? And I say, well, first of all, he is a motherfucker yep. about you. And I don't know how much more he can do. And it amazes me that, that you're still able to run one of the best mortgage companies in the world. Well, well that's, that's nice of you to say, man, we're in like uh 40 some odd States now, I think like 90 branches. So we just had, uh, our best month ever in April, beat it in May, going to beat it in June. Is that something? this on June 30th? So yeah, it's just, uh, we've, we've had uh, a good run of luck here. And, um, I know it's going to, that luck's going to run out eventually. And, uh, maybe, maybe it did when, when Bruce and Eric went back to WWE and you, you left me for MLW and God, I'm not leaving you. I'm not going anywhere, man. 
No, I know. But whenever those guys sign a WWE deal, everybody's like, oh, they're leaving Conrad left and right. And it's like, wait a minute. Tony's been with MLW since 1997. He didn't leave. Right. Coming up live, the war game, July 23rd, only on pay-per-view, the great American bash, the glory days of pro wrestling. And now we're back to the danger zone. Ha. Yeah, I'm back. That's exactly right. And this time I'll be able to make all the payments. Why? Because I won't have to pay guys. I won't have to write a check this time. Vince McMahon will be writing the checks. I'll just be doing the creative work that I should have been doing back in the nineties. That's right. I'm Paulie dangerously. Also Paul Heyman. You may not recognize me because I'm real big and round right now in a bald head, but I am one of the greatest promoters in the history of professional wrestling. And I'm going to use that term, Tony Schiavone in the history of professional wrestling. And now I'm running raw and now I'm going to be able to not worry about payoffs. I'm going to have to worry about being creative. You want to do Terry Funk? I just want to say, uh, thank you for giving me this fancy shirt for my 75th birthday. I don't think you gave it to me ironically or as a rib, but I'm going to wear it in public. Cause look at my goddamn belt and my earring. All right. I can wear what the fuck I want in public because I'm the former NWA world champion. And that's back when that shit meant something. It's not when they tried putting the belt on, you know, fucking Luger or sting or goddamn Tommy rich. No, it's what it was on Harley. It's what it was on Lou. And if you don't know who those names are, go fuck yourself. I'm 75 years old and I can move salt. God damn it. Paul, I've got an idea with as few fans as we've put in the Montgomery Coliseum today. Why don't we go find an abandoned bingo hall? In Philadelphia, where they boo Santa Claus. And we can do hardcore shit like this. When I put Blair through a goddamn wooden table, I went ahead and pile drove him and then dumped us over and made it look like it hurt. But really, I took the bump when I fell on my ass and my tuxedo with my cowboy boots. That's what we need to do, Polly. We need to get hardcore. And I'm ready to go. I'm tired of making money. My horse is sick. I don't like corporate wrestling. I want to wrestle in front of a thousand fans for a thousand dollars and have a thousand tiny cuts all over my body. And then I want to flip backwards onto a trash can, put a ladder around my head and knock everyone the fuck out. Then I'll start a fire. That's right, Polly, a fucking actual fire. And I'll have a t-shirt on fire and I'll brand Cactus Jack and all the other rejects here in WCW. Cause I'm Terry fucking Funkin' you're not. I'm 75. I once poured motor oil on myself and called everybody a greasy cracker. And these rednecks here in Montgomery, they know about it. There's a little fat fuck in this crowd somewhere who thinks he's going to get over in this wrestling business. Not going to find out anything to say about it. You'd have to be something dumb to think you could do some shit like that. Like marry a flair. Live war games, the glory days, July 23rd, only on pay-per-view. It's the great American trash. <laughs> Cut it. We're done. All right, we're great done. American trash. Look at this shit. What are y'all even doing? <laughs> y'all see now here. I am at this moment in time. I'm in Connecticut laughing about all this shit. And you say, what are y'all doing? No, like, you're not like, laughing about it. You're over there spitting in your hand, jacking off, talking about how much you can't wait to get back. 
Oh, I, no. I hate Connecticut. I can't wait to get back to Georgia. You know how much I love traffic? The six days a year I leave the house. <laughs> All right, the Midnight Express. Is that you up there? Is that you standing up there, jumping up and down right there, right, right above Gary Capetta? That's you. There you are. Got a little hat on and everything. Right. Wait a minute. That's you over there. Wait a minute. No, that's, that's not you. How about the yeah, way, how are. about the way Cornette's got to hold the box and the mic? I know. The Prince of polyester. Wow. He was something else and still is something else. As a matter of fact, dude, did you see him just go the fuck off about the AEW pay-per-view again? I did not No. He shit on it. shit Ooh. on it again. He is drawing a line in the sand. Wow. Well, he has, he has, you know, he's very passionate about what he believes. I get that. Uh, and, uh, wow. Take a look at this new England militia. Who's this Jack victory. And who's the other guy? I need you to wear boots like this. Yeah, really? <laughs> uh, when you get that blue chew in me again, All right. I want you to put these boots on stomp downstairs. Once it kicks in, right. And then I want you to just yeah. show Lois these boots. And I think she'll know what's up. Yeah, absolutely. She'll Lois up. You know, uh, those are like, kind of like mad dog, Buzz Sawyer boots. He had boots like that. The, uh, it's rip Morgan here in Jack victory, rip Morgan and Jack victory. Absolutely. There you go. That's your boy, now, your boy, my boy, which one <laughs> rip Morgan. Y'all were tight. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He was rip Morgan and I was rip pocket. Oh my God. What? I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I just give me, give me, you know, we, this is uh kind of a, a shorter show for us today, but give me a few more minutes and I'll say even more. Hey, uh, did you see recently that, uh, Terry Funk has uh, a belt buckle on eBay? No, there's a private collector. who used to buy everything from Terry Funk possible over in Japan. Uh-huh. And there was a custom belt buckle made. That's got Terry and Dory on it. Sort of shaped like the, the dome globe. All right. And, uh, it says world heavyweight champion, national NWA, Texas. And then it's got like a fucking Buffalo and a map of America. And then it's got their little caricatures, but it's an actual belt buckle. And I think, I think you need it. I think it would be cool for you to wear the MLW tapings as like your actual belt buckle. <laughs> Well, they, uh, let me say, first of all, that I don't go to MLW tapings anymore. I just kind of do some commentary. In but a, when you go again, all right, you're acting like it's never, I, I mean, I go, I've seen the, I've seen the list. I'm booked every TV taping they have for the remainder of 2019. But is, oh, so your contract's up at the end of the year? No, it's not. Then they'll see you fucking next year. You fucker. <laughs> well, I, I'm not so sure about that. Watch out. Oh, Bobby got hit in the back of the head. And listen, will you just get this belt buckle? No, I don't want the, what the fuck do I want with a fucking Terry funk, Dory funk, fucking belt buckle from Japan. Well, it's, well, I mean, it was theirs. It's just for well, sale. You buy it. You're the collector. I don't buy this shit. No, no. But I, I mean, I just want to make sure that you're in. It's only $1,987. Yeah. I'll do that. Jesus. Fucking hundred dollars. I wouldn't pay $1,900 for a Rolex watch. What? Okay. I'm about now, to hang up on you. Okay. I may, I may spend 1900 bucks for a 
an Apple watch. No, you'd spend $1,900 on like a rare Superman figurine. You fucker. When, uh, no, but I'd, I'd, I'd spend it on the rare Batman figurine. I'm did really you, into Batman. You know, did you see that? Um, Charles Robinson had his shit stolen. I heard about that. How about that? His horror movie collection, right? Somebody broke into his storage facility and stole like a bunch of horror movie stuff and some other collectibles like evil Knievel and right. like a little jaw statue. I mean, but yeah, you know, I, I, I get it. If you got a lot of stuff and you got, you got to put it somewhere, but man, I, I, I don't know about storage units. If they're not on my property, I, I don't feel it's safe. That's just me thinking out loud there. I don't know. But uh, I hope they find it. I hope they get that guy and cut his nuts off and stick them in his ears. When um, when Matt Schiavone gets kicked out, yeah. uh, when his wife kicks him out, which is uh-huh. inevitable, you know. Yeah. Um, let he's him, looking up with you. You're damn right. Let him know that I've got a warehouse. Okay. Like a whole warehouse. That he can sleep in? Yeah. In Alabama? Yeah. See, that's what I think. Uh, Let me go back to this. I said, I hope they cut the guy's nuts off, stick him in his ears. I think that would be a great show. I think you take anybody who gets convicted of stealing. And you cut their nuts off? You cut their nuts off, stick them in the ear, have them walk home. Well, hang on now. Hang on now. You were stealing money from WCW for 20 years. No, I'm talking about stealing property. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, uh, you know, uh, being a, uh, just uh, spray painting your name off shit, you know, just, uh, wait, wait, wait. So now hang on. You went from stealing to graffiti. <laughs> so uh, just any crime cut his and, testicles. No, cut. Yes. Yeah. Here's the deal. If you cut their nuts off and mm. make them walk home. Okay. And make it a TV show. I'll guarantee a crime would drop guarantee. All right. You said guarantee. Yeah. Guarantee crime would drop. Okay. Are you like going to run for something here? Is that what we're talking about? I'm not going to run for something. How about, how about, uh, guys who, uh, uh, guys who, uh, sit behind a computer and send out viruses, cut their nuts off, stick them in their ear, have them walk home. Well, uh, you cut down on that too. You just, I mean, you're just into like genital mutilation. Is that the deal? Well, no, I'm not into it, but I think it would be a good deterrent to be honest with you. I just, well, my- I mean, I may be wrong. And of course you can't do that because, uh, you, you, you just can't do that. But I'm just telling you, if you really want to stop crime, you've got to make the punishment heinous. Just a thought, just a thought. So maybe like when you call a move, the wrong move for MLW Uh court could just like stick a hot poker up your ass. So that way the punishment (laughs) is in line. I don't know if I'd go that far, but, uh. I mean, court has been known to scream in my ear and you know that. Oh, what does he yell? Huh? One time, this is, this is no lie. One time, uh, oh God, I brought up somebody's name and I can't remember who it is. Uh, and Curtis Hughes, I brought up Curtis Hughes's name and he said, never. And I mean, never mention Curtis Hughes's name on my TV show again. And so we went to a break and I said, can I talk to court? And he said, yeah. They said, yeah, hang on. I said, court, settle the fuck down, buddy. I mean, he went all Vincent K. McMahon on me because I mentioned Curtis Hughes' name. Well, what's the heat? Did you find out? I uh, know I don't. I didn't Let, give a shit. Let's call court on speaker and ask. <laughs> what the heat he has with Curtis Hughes. Yeah. He won't even remember that. Here's my favorite part is when you said, 
never mention Curtis Hughes' name again on my TV show. He said my TV show. That's amazing. Yep. He was really into it that day. And of course that was, you know, that was quite a while ago. We, when is I that was, the same, is that the same taping when, uh, James storm was there? No, it was not the same taping. James storm was there. That was that a was, stressful show. Wasn't it? Yeah, that was a stressful show. Yeah. James didn't last long. Didn't last long. You know, he's the new national champion for the uh, NWA. Is he really? Yep. Wow. That's interesting, isn't it? Well, uh, Colt can't defend it. He's hurt. Okay. Uh, does the NWA have a TV show or they just put their shit on fight TV? No, they don't have a TV show. They don't have a TV show. Didn't think so. They're, they're doing things brick by brick, whatever that means. Yeah. Well, uh, AEW's went and built a whole house. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know if you meant for that to sound dickish, but it did. (laughs) Oh my God. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Okay. But damn. Yeah. That's just like Lagana's slogan, and you're trying to low key shit on it. I, I've been very supportive of what Billy and, and Lagana have done with the NWA. I mean, nobody was even talking about that shit a few years ago, and now it's in the conversation. Hey, you know what? I I have no problem with Lagana. Great guy to me. I I got to talk to Billy. We 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 said hello when I was doing the show, and and we exchanged emails. Good guy, but you know, don't say you're doing something brick by brick when you have somebody else, you know, already getting a, getting a TV show on TNT. Good God. And, I, didn't, I didn't I mean, know. I didn't MLW's know. Was... on the BN network. So you would think they could find somebody. Hell, there's a million fucking TV networks fucking out there. Most of them ain't worth a fuck. You know, you think, oh, it's time for the glory days. Live war games only on pay-per-view July 23rd. At the, would... at the great American trash. <laughs> I just love that. It'll never get old, Tony. That's my yeah. name for that pay-per-view from now on. Great American trash. Absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, Jr. and, uh, and Connie are going to do the great American trash. Oh, Wendy, send him to the ring. Get out of the house. Go to the ring. No, no. Ooh. If Wendy was there, she'd be, um, front and center. Yeah. Woo. Motherfucker. Woo. Here he comes here. He comes. All right. We got the greatest of all time here. The nature boy and Rick, they tell me we've only got two minutes. You're going to have to make it fast. Well, I just want to say this. I may be known as the wrestling George Jones. However, the fact is that I'm the world heavyweight champion and I do exactly what I want to do. Wendy's not going to tell me what to do. You understand what I'm saying? If I want to show up, I'll show up. If I don't want to show up, I won't show up. If I want to go to the hospital, I'll go to the hospital because I'm the nature boy, Ric Flair. I'm going to end this show. You say I only got two minutes. I got as long as I want. And here's the deal. Jim Hurd, kiss my ass. Woo. Kiss my ass, Jim Hurd. And while you added that eight-year-old kid up to my right here, you think you're going to marry my oldest daughter? Ha. I got news for you. I'll take off these glasses. Take a look at my eyes. Take a look at me. I'll take off my I'll take off my tie. I'm going to take off my shirt. Hell, before we go to black, I'm going to show most of these people here my dick because that's the only thing I'm famous for. You may have thought I was famous for being world heavyweight champion. You may have thought I was famous for jink- drinking more Stoli Sea Breezes. No, I was famous for showing people the dick. And that's exactly what I'm going to do before it's out. Every girl here in Montgomery, Alabama is going to see the nature boy's dick. Exactly right. And then this little kid over to my right, this little eight-year-old kid, thinks he's going to marry my daughter. Are you crazy? 
You marry my daughter, guess what I'll do? I'll fuck up one of your star casts is what I'll do. Woo, that's exactly right. One more thing I got to say. Who am I going to book? Who are they going to book against me? Doesn't matter to me. I'll show up and start cast. If I fucking want to show up the shark cast. You didn't say anything about Jericho not starting throwing up the start. Well, woo. By the way, uh, as we're wrapping things up here, I need to let everybody know we have full Tony Schiavone. Once again, we are not in Montgomery. We're at the Cobb County convention center. Thanks uh, for tuning so in. It's the Illuminati of wrestling. It's AEW's WCW. Now doesn't make sense now, but it will by 30 years from now. So long everybody. Hell of a show. Dude, I liked it. I did too. You know, this is a perfect example of fucking less is more. Exactly. Exactly. Connie. Exactly. Less is more. And I think that, I think everybody could, everybody could, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering how, because it's an exciting time in wrestling with AEW going to in the fall. And I just wonder in three years from now, how exciting it's going to be. I just hope they haven't run it in the ground. Oh my gosh. You're being negative. No, no, I'm not being negative. I just hope. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying they, I'm, I just think you can have too much. You can have too much of a good thing. All right. Disney is running star Wars in the ground. Disney is running Marvel comics and their movies into the ground. Cause they have one every fucking year. Uh, just, uh, I just hope we just don't have too much. Less is more again. Well, and less was more today. One of our shortest, what happened wins to date. I think we're like, uh, 46 minutes or so into this one, but, uh, we're going to keep it rolling for you guys. Stay tuned. Uh, we've got another little surprise for you later this week. And, uh, Tony, when I look at my clock, I feel like it's about that time. That's exactly right. Wrestling Illuminati brought to you by A&W Root Beer, where they say, get afloat and get it in Huntsville. He's doing mortgages. He's the Illuminati. And I'm Tony Schiavone on my third pill of blue chew this evening. Watch out, Lois. I'm not desperately out of time. We'll see you next week on What Happened When on the MLW Radio Network, as well as on Patron. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. If you want more of Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone, don't waste your sorry ass time. Head over to patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday, complete with behind the scenes videos and new content every week. That's patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And by LoisRules.com, one of the hottest sites over on ProWrestlingTees.com, the place to get all your favorite t-shirts from what happened when. Remember, LoisRules.com, named after the craziest lady that you've ever met before in your life. And trust me, she'll break your skull quicker than Bischoff can FedEx you walking papers. You know what I like about her? She can chug a beer. So give me a hell yeah. Head over to LoisRules.com. Boxygimmicks.com, complete with coffee mugs. What? Baby onesies. What? Beach towels. What? Koozies. What? And a whole lot more to shamelessly show your support of what happened when. What? Something to wrestle with. What? And 83 weeks. What? Head over to Boxygimmicks.com. And that's the bottom line. Tony Schiavone is a goddamn office stooge.